Welcome to In China with Michelle Zhou. Manufacturers have long known China to be a leader in their industry, but now the world is recognizing China as a business center for companies, market traders, education, and artists. It's no wonder that the economy has grown to be the world's second largest. In our program, you'll learn from the thought leaders and professionals who have lived in both the U.S. and China and continue to do business there. Now, here is your host, Michelle Zhou. Welcome, everyone. It's so great having you here today. You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou, and I'm your host, Michelle. I'm the founder and the CEO of Pacific Technologies Consulting Group. We help American and Chinese organizations learn from each other, bridge their needs, and grow their businesses internationally. You can contact me at our company website, ptcgconsulting.com. Make sure to click on the links in my show link, or you can also email me at michelle.zou@ptcgconsulting.com. And I always welcome you to connect me on LinkedIn. Today we have Christina Zhao on the show together with me. She's the founder of two companies. One is called Polycare Technology, which is founded many years ago. I will ask her when exactly it was funded. And the other one is called Farmed. These companies provide a full service of international purchase and distribution in advanced medical device, and it's specialized for the China market. That's the business they are focusing on. We are going to discuss a very practical question: How to seize the healthcare opportunities in China? So, Christina, very welcome you to the show. Hi Michelle. Hi everyone.、Uh, my name is Christina Zhao. Thank you for Michelle's invitation to be here. <laughs> yeah.、Uh, so we can start with maybe you introduce yourself to our audience about who you are. And I mentioned the two companies and when they're founded. <laughs> yeah, I'm the co-founder of、uh, the company named Polycare Technology Beijing Company Limited, and this is a company located in Beijing, China. It was founded in 2006. And I am also the founder of American company named Farmat LLC. This is a registered company in Bellevue City, Washington State. It's mainly for international purchasing and exportation, also focusing medical devices and、uh, API pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Wow. Two companies. Yeah. <laughs> Are still doing that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds like、uh, um, from what I know、uh, about you, sounds the first company founded. You said two thousand six. It has been doing pretty well, and you guys are really specialized in the China market. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about.、Uh, you mentioned very briefly, very quickly about what you do. Maybe explain a little bit about、uh, what exactly you guys do, and what do you mean by you know doing the purchasing or these kind of things in the medical or pharmaceutical side. Okay, so I think we need to start from a polycare company,、mm-hmm. and this company was founded, as I said, two thousand six, and it started for distributing some medical devices products into Chinese market. So, as a distributor, yeah, as yeah, a local distributor for Chinese local market, and we started from an ENT dressing product in two thousand six. ENT, yeah, it's okay. Can you explain that? Yeah, it's ear and、uh, nose and throat. Okay, ear, nose, and throat.、Yes. All right. Yeah, and then after that, we put on several ENT projects in distributing channels to Chinese market. And after that, we started、uh, other projects like in surgery, 
investments and some uh, drills and some other dressings use other sections in Chinese market. And in 2014, we started Farmat LLC company in US to look for more chances to get in touch with the manufacturers locally in US to set a further relationship with the manufacturer side. And also we are opening our eyes to look for new chances for investment locally in US. Oh, okay. So what I learned from just you said, well, you guys have some specialties in some certain sectors within this huge healthcare or uh, pharmaceutical side. You mentioned the ENT and you mentioned some other things. Well, it's very the medical specialized things. I'm not trying to really understand it, but the ENT part I understand, okay? The ear, the nose, and the throat. Those are the two companies are very much connected because the first one you mentioned, you started as a distributor and to sell to the Chinese market. Uh, then the second one, you started to have the U.S. company uh, FarmMed, you are looking at uh, the different uh, products that might suitable for the Chinese market. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, the relationship between FarmMed and Polycare is the mother company, looks like that. And uh, FarmMed is just a subsidiary uh-huh. for Polycare. And Polycare is, is focusing on distribution, especially focusing on Chinese distribution channels. Uh, Pharma is focusing on sourcing new projects, making investment to new projects, new manufacturers, or new partners. So that's the, the differences. I see. Yeah, one is in the very front, of getting the right products, yeah. identify them, and uh, then the, the second part would be, okay, now uh, yeah, the salesperson. And Pharma is also <laughs> responsible for looking for or get new projects. And then we can get back to China and take it to Polycare for local distribution. Mm, mm. Yeah. Okay, so why did you guys pick this ENT market? Because uh, that's, yeah, everybody have those parts in their body, but it's not the mainstream thing uh, when I just think about, uh, yeah, why started with that uh, very much niche market? Actually, it's not we choose the ENT section. It's ENT section choose ours. Oh. Because the, uh, our first uh, project is for ENT section. And then we started the company from that product. That's uh-huh. the reason say we, why we are focusing on ENT. Because we have the foundation to run the channels of ENT products. And then when we succeeded on the first product, and then we put on more products based on these distribution channels. Mm. So... Yeah. Maybe uh, it will be helpful for us to get a sense of how did you start your first project? How did you start? Yeah, yeah we got this product from a friend who has some government background, and then they got this uh, product into Chinese market, and then we helped them start it from registration. And when we learned this product further and just swiftly, it was, oh, God, this is so innovative product, and we will definitely need it for Chinese market. And then we think, if this is so good part, why do we run it better ourselves? And then, bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it is innovative, and we know there will be so many obstacles or troubles to run an innovative. At that time, 2006, you know, so a major medical devices market for innovative or high-tech medical devices. Yeah, but I think there is a big future, um, good tomorrow future, big blue picture, you know, there. So I said, okay, we take it. And then we make it to our own company. We set up the company to run this, especially run this 
project only at that time. Oh, so yeah. starting from one project and it happens to be yeah. you guys were helping on the you said the registration. Yeah. For, <laughs> in, in uh, and this is focusing in ENT and ENT is a very very small section for the giant medical devices business industry, you know. And it can be a little bit easier for us to enter this medical devices market. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, when you say it's a little bit easier for you to enter into it, well, my understanding so far, okay, you got a project, right? You have a product uh, that you can help on. Starting from registration, then you guys see, oh, there's a great future for this device, and you you jumped in, set up a company to do the marketing and the sales uh, for that uh, medical device, then. Um, from that on, you know, getting more and more products. So uh, just checking on from the sense of the China market, even with this niche market, this small part, small section, how big uh, do you have a sense how big it is for the entire China market? Yeah, and according to the statistics, the Chinese home medical device industry was valued at around $19 billion in 2016. Nine zero nineteen one nineteen nine one nine okay yeah. nineteen and billion. it is still projected to go through two thousand nineteen when it could reach twenty four billion dollars. Okay, so it's a giant market there. It is a huge market. Yeah, it is a huge. Yeah. yeah, so you get a small slice of this huge market. That's enough, right? Yeah, <laughs> for this, for everyone, for every company, you want to enter this giant market, you need to find a good point to enter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And you said it uh, sounds like there wasn't uh, much competitor for you at that time because you said it's a blue, uh, like a blue ocean <laughs> for yeah. you to go. Uh-huh. That's it, because uh, medical devices are still a high profit and future projects field. And more and more companies actually are pulling into this industry. And um, the design market is turning to be much better, and the Chinese government is also promoting the public's health and putting more investment in this side. So there is a booming market. So mm. yeah, it's worth it to do something, do some investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. It looks like uh, the market has a lot of potential. So starting with one point, then you can do more and more in the future. Um, I think you mentioned uh, you also do investment with this uh, American company, Farmed, that you guys founded uh, more recent years. Yeah. Um, well, maybe it's more a question of uh, why is the investment part, because it's very different than what you have been doing before. Yeah. Uh, why do you start to do the investment at, in early stage stuff? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a good question. Yeah, because... Mostly our business was focusing on distribution, especially locally in China. But after years running, we encountered some like like trouble. I say trouble because one of our product was emerged by the Fortune 500 company, and then due due to that change, we have the trouble or hesitation say whether we can still have this product from our running inside of our company. There is potential change. Sorry, just uh, uh, interrupt you on this. So the, one of the products that you 
were distributing has been uh, th that company has been merged. That, that's the project. The so whole the project, project were merged to a Fortune 500 company. Oh, so the and brand then, will change. Yeah, look, looks like no, the owner has been changed. Then whether they will give the distribution right to this company or now, it's a question mark. No longer in your control yeah. or in the previous partner's control. That's uh -huh. it. That's I it. See. And um, stimulated by this uh, change, or you know. We think we need to do something to change the situation to our company. Maybe it's time for us to go abroad to get in touch with more manufacturers, and then we can do the investment to have a more stable, more safer cooperation with the supplier side. Mm. That's the reason. And then we set up Fireman to start this sourcing our long journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a big step going out, and <laughs> it's like go up the chain. Yeah. Right, to get more stakeholders into this chain of the supply and the, uh, distribution. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as a distributor, let's go back to your traditional role or the starting point when you guys started as a distributor for the uh, medical device uh, products. Uh, what are the most important things that you consider when you choose a partner? You use the word projects, which means the suppliers or the manufacturers have the devices. Yeah, so what are the most important things that you consider? Uh, actually, I think we need to divide this question to two parts. The first mm -hmm. part is our current suppliers or on-hand supplier who has the production, but we have no relation with the manufacturer. And for this simple supplier, we choose them by the team and the product. I mean the product itself, mm -hmm. and the most part is the product itself. So the, if the product is good for the market, there is a potential market, then we will mostly take it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other part, I think it should be the manufacturers which we have investment in. Mm -hmm. For that team, we will look for the human team first. Mm -hmm. the, who is running for this company or who is running for this product? How about their characteristics, their nature? This is the first thing we will take to judge them or take advantage for consider whether we will do this or we will partner with them. And secondly, is the product or product they are running. So mm -hmm. we, we combine ah. these two elements to choose our partner and supplier. So that's not exactly the same. So. Okay, so it's a manufacturer you you know potentially work directly with. You look more at the product itself. The product, no, the manufacturers. Yes. So if it's the manufacturers, you look at the I think you said the people. Yeah. Uh, you look at the team, right? First, uh, then you also look at uh, what product they're working on. Yes. Okay. And if it's a, more like a middleman, the supplier, when you say supplier, they may have multiple yeah. companies, uh, manufacturers they're working with, they provide the device. Um, so you look at uh, the product. Yes, exactly. It's more important. Yes. Hmm. Okay. So that gives me the thoughts of, sounds like uh, if I am in the you know, U.S. or in some other countries, and I have medical devices that is focusing on the niche market you guys are talking about. You mentioned the ENT, and you mentioned something else, I forgot. I know sectors, that's the product's name, like surgical uh, surgical instruments. Okay. Look like knife or princess oh, surgical to, to, to do the surgeries. And also some drills, you know, used oh. also for surgery. Yeah. Okay. 
okay, if I'm one of those uh, person supplying those, uh, you know, I'm sourcing in the U.S. and I'm uh, supplying it to the, the international market, then I can work with you to enter into the Chinese market. Yep. Uh-huh. And uh, if I am the manufacturer, then I also can work with you guys, especially the farm mat company. Yeah. Uh, and I may be able to get some investment if I'm an early stage startup. Yeah. Wow. So actually, we are doing some uh, free of charge consulting to our friends in this field. You know, sometimes they are interested in doing the business in China, but they know nothing about that market. And then it is our pleasure to introduce some information. Basic, it's basic for us, but it's very valuable for them because they know nothing. It is so dangerous for them to enter that market. They know nothing about it. Mm. So, but we had been in that market for so many years, about seventeen, eighteen years. We know everything there. So, it's our pleasure to introduce our country's situation, especially in medical devices market, to our friends. So, mm. so you do a free consulting, you mentioned. <laughs> yes, you know sometimes our medical device circle loop is so narrow, so small. Uh, so can I say, okay, we can do this and we can always always for some payment. No, sometimes you cannot charge everything for money. <laughs> friendship is more important, you know, sometimes it depends. Yeah. That goes to the point of doing business with Chinese. Yes, once we know each other and we consider each other as friends, yeah. then money can put aside. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's our Chinese businessman. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Friends always go first, then business. Uh-huh. Friends yeah. always go first. Mm. Okay, I think it's time to take a quick break. Uh, we will come back very soon and continue the discussion. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you interested in expanding your business to China but don't know how to start? Are you wondering how to grow your sales in the China market and win over competition? Meet Michelle Zhou and her team at Pacific Technologies Consulting Group. Our consultants are U.S.-China experts and have all lived and worked in both the U.S. and China with many years' experience in market entry strategies, management, and execution. We can help you find the right partners, develop opportunities, and grow your business in China. Please visit ptcgconsulting.com today. In your business, are you on top of your PR game? PR is what tells your story. Whether it's the business itself, key people in your business, or showing your best face to the public, listen for the brand ambassadors. Host Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield will discuss effective presentation ideas, building your personal brand, risk management, crisis communication, and more. Focus your business goals and PR resources. Listen live Fridays at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou. To call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to info at ptcgconsulting.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right, we are back. So, uh, Christina, we just talked a little bit about... uh, your company, what you guys do, and how you started, uh, and the specialties you have. I have a question about um, uh, why the manufacturers in other countries, they would uh, trust you and uh, choose you guys as the distributor versus they just go to a you know very big and a famous uh, company or distributor, some of them might be state-owned. <laughs> so why would they choose you? Uh, good question. I think yeah, there must be a rule for the local manufacturers, I mean the foreign manufacturers, are looking for their potential distribution partner. Like you know, they choose the company, whoever runs successful international projects. Mm-hmm. And they also take care whether their leadership or the management team of that company has English talent person or people in. Mm-hmm. And also whether this company has the on-hand distribution channels in destination country or market, you know. Mm-hmm. So those elements they will consider when they choose the partners. And for these key questions or key elements, Polycare can give a very satisfying re- replies mm-hmm. because we had several, as I said, we are running almost eight projects which from U.S. and European European countries running in Chinese markets. And we did very successful distribution for them there. So this is a very good uh, endowment for us. And secondly, our management team, the co-founders who can also speak English, we can get very direct communication with each other. So the owners are sitting around the table and we can talk whatever we, we want. It's not, we don't need a translator or interpreter in. So communication. So is communication, important. especially based on Chinese market, is very important. Mm. And secondly, uh, besides these uh, basic elements, they are curious or they are concerned, Polycare can also offer them extra. Uh-huh. Like, we have our own registration team. This is not normal for other normal distributors, in China, especially in China, because for a simple distributor company, it's so high expense to run a specialized registration team. Registration for the device through the China, what's the agency? CFDA. 
CFDA. Yeah. Okay, the China uh, FDA. Yeah, <laughs> Chinese FDA. Yeah, Chinese right. Uh huh. Yeah, because we are running medical devices, and for this product, the destination and user is to the hospitals. Mm. So for this kind of product, it's necessary for us to do the registration in CFDA first before any marketing and selling.、Mm. It needs to get the approval first. Yeah, it needs to get approval. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So you guys have an in-house team to do that. Yeah, we have、Ooh. that. We have so many considerations why we should keep this team. Actually, it's also high expense for us because we don't have all the time new products in and、right. the registration. <laughs> yeah, we decided to do it. We had been maintaining this because we think it's our responsibility to keep our partners' technology safe. We can do this by our own in-house team. To avoid some copy things happen on our projects, it's kind of protection for our partners. Oh, so you are saying you have concerns about if your partner, the manufacturers, goes through a specialized registration agency when they do all these things for many companies and maybe competitors, or you know, <laughs> just in case there's some leak of the information. Yeah, actually, we just cut down the hands who touch this technology informations.、Uh-huh. The fewer, the better. Okay, no, yeah, only a few people through、yeah. this chance the process would touch on the information. That's it, just for safety. Yeah, on the other hand, why we we keep this registration team because we need to do the translation from English into Chinese,、mm. word by word. So nobody can, besides the manufacturer team, nobody can better understand this product than us. Mm-hmm. And this guarantee of very satisfying training courses made by our company to no matter sub distributors or even the doctors. So sometimes when we do the training to the hospitals and doctors, they say, "Oh, guys, you guys are working as professionals." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the benefit we got from doing this or maintaining this registration team. You guys go、yeah. really deep. Yeah, this is the first extra. And secondly, we have very solid channels now. We had run the Chinese medical devices distribution for more than, like, say, more than twelve years now,、mm-hmm. and some distributor is not simple distributor for us. They start the business as a single person. They use the title of public care and do the business with the local hospitals. And when the business turning be brighter, and then they have some confidence in this business, they set up their their own startups. So after years run, they have been very famous in that field, like ENT. Mm-hmm. Or drills, or you know, some big surgery sections. They had been successful. Those distributors, the sub distributors of yours. They, yeah, so it they, looks they like our employee, but not not employee. So、uh-huh. this kind of partnership, we run together for more than ten years. You know, it's kind of a very solid team, and then we can get so deep communication or relationship. There is no hesitation on hey, what's the team? Whether this team is reliable or some, some you know, starting points, questions. No, we don't need to spend time on that.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with this type of, we I call it a sub distributor because you are the major one, right? You, yeah. You take the product from the manufacturer, then you go to、uh, your partners who are. Taking the product from you, entering to those hospitals to the chain,、yeah. um, it looks like a one team together with yeah, you guys. Yeah,、uh-huh. because the Chinese market is so big, you know, we cannot cover the whole 
in a Chinese market simply the hospital by hospital. Mm -hmm. So we run some key in cities hospitals by ourselves. We, we name it uh, direct sale. Okay. Uh, besides the direct sale part, we also have sub-distributors to cover local provinces or cities hospital channels. Mm -hmm. So we have the both, both legs to walk. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. The, the, the third channel. So those um, are the channels, yeah. Yeah, okay. the, the third extras, mm -hmm. the second extras. So. Wow. Yeah. Mm. yeah, from what you said, it feels like you are very confident of your capability of selecting the right products and get the product ready for the Chinese market, including all this process, uh, as well as the training and uh, sell the product uh, through the channels that you guys have established from the past uh, 12 years. Yeah, I think it's a kind of a little bit pride. Yeah, <laughs> you're pride about that. that. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can hear that from what you said, yeah. So if we flip this uh, from another angle, considering our audience might be people who are interested in doing business in China, including uh, manufacturers uh, of medical devices or um, people doing uh, business in the healthcare market, uh, what advice would you give to them when they are looking at uh, uh, the different uh, options of how I can enter into the big China market? Great. I think uh, there's a big potential market. There are full of chances in Chinese medical devices market for the foreign manufacturers. Mm -hmm. And because it is, this market is fueled by the increasing demand of imported medical devices, especially when the people purchasing high-tech or innovative medicines used for treating like uh, chronic or age-related diseases. Mm -hmm. So okay. there is potential uh, chances or opportunities. So you and see the big um, potential in the future. Uh -huh. Yeah, and especially uh, for China's 13th five-year plan, the Chinese central government is increasing or make the, the prioritize healthcare, you know, so they will put more uh, investment or our attention on the sector. This will improve the prospects for foreign manufacturers as well. Yeah, the Chinese yeah. government is a big and a very forceful government. When the government says, this is the direction we go, then yeah. a lot of resources and investment will go there. That's it. So healthcare is definitely one of the um, uh, high priority things our Chinese government pointed out. Okay, I got yeah. that. We have a lot of, yes, for course, we have a lot of Chinese local manufacturers as well. And yes. they still dominate the Chinese local yeah, domestic market, but mostly they provide low tech, you know, or low tech, yeah, <laughs> not or high tech, middle range products. Okay, at but, this moment, right? Yeah, it is the current mode. Yeah. yeah, but the hospitals and the healthcare providers, they prefer the imported devices, especially for the high tech or innovative products. Mm, okay, so and this demand, the need. yeah, this demand, demand is still uh, continuing to grow. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, but there is also some um, obstacles mm. for the foreign companies to enter this market. For example, for the registration system in China, mm. the regulations were changing, you know, rapidly, <laughs> and you, this is a necessary obstacle you have to 
take your team to surpass, and then you can start to enter this market. Actually, so you need to prepare your team how to to grasp or how to follow the changing regulations to handle or control your registration in Chinese government. Mm, that's the yes. first step. The first thing.、Uh, maybe if you want to enter this market, you need to set up your own representative office, or maybe even a trading company. Ooh, <laughs> to do the business. That's bigger investment. Yeah, bigger. Or if you want to choose a simple way, then you can find our cooperator or say partner for distribution in China,、mm -hmm. which is Anhian Chinese Medical Devices Distribution Company, like like our Polycare,、mm -hmm. and then they run everything happen in China for you. And、okay. that will be more simple, but the key is you need to choose your correct and proper suitable partner. That's the key. If、right. you choose the wrong one, then it will carry a very dark future for the project, that market. You know, sometimes we run even the registration for, for example, class three. It costs eight years. Wow. You know, it it will be so. Frustrating for a manufacturer to wait eight years just to do the registration in China before they can do any marketing or sales. And, and without、right? this registration, you can do nothing. You know,、yeah. eight years can change everything. Right. You, you, it may turn your innovative product to be a normal one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So、uh -huh. the partner quality will be very serious, critical. Question for every foreign partner or manufacturer. So, from what you said, it sounds like the registration process can be long, can be short,、uh, but the which company or which partner you are choosing to do this for you to register the product through CFDA in China,、uh, that's very critical. Yeah. Because the go-to-market speed will be heavily impacted by this part. Yes, exactly. Uh huh. Wow. Okay. So let me just、uh, make sure I can recap,、uh, summarize what、uh, I learned from you. Foreign manufacturers、uh, who wants to sell their medical device in China, the first thing they need to consider is registration. Yes. And they need to choose the right partner to get this part done. Yes. Okay. Then they can look at,、uh, well, maybe in parallel they can consider the strategy of, okay, do I set up my own presence in China? To do, you know, to to do my own marketing and sales, or do I just make it simple? Find a partner, distributor, take over everything. Yes, exactly.、Mm. And from what you, I learned from you earlier, sounds like you guys can do the、uh, both part, registration and distribution.、Yeah. So if I go to you, it's just one stop. <laughs> that's it. That's that's actually all the care can offer.、Uh -huh. That's the reason why we are choosing these products actually now. We're not taking every new product or every product putting to ours or, or putting to ours. Some product we say no, some product we say yes. Oh, okay. So you guys are in the position choosing versus just uh, uh, taking whatever is coming to you. Yeah, because、ah. we are promoting or marketing our on-hand products by technology channel ways. We are not enter, you know, the low market, which can win only by low price competition. No,、mm -hmm. this kind of、um, bad tendencies. We don't want to do that. But for running the technology promotion way, it will cost a lot of money. So it's necessary for us to choose only innovative or high tech products.、Mm -hmm. It will worth to to do any investment. There is no value at all because it, it is an innovation. You have enough experience there. You know, sounds like uh, uh, you are focused on innovative and high-tech products. 
and you guys have a lot of experience, and you kind of can predict which product would sell, would do well in China market. Yeah, to, from the beginning, we designed to do this. Uh huh.、Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I think it's time to take another break. And after the break, I really want to hear from you how you guys do the marketing, promotion, and the sales in China.、Uh, more because the reason I'm asking this question is I am thinking or I'm imagining myself as a manufacturer、uh, in the U.S. or in other countries, and I would like to be successful in China. But、uh, from you guys, right?、Uh, how do you do this? How do you serve your partners, the manufacturers? That can help me to understand、uh, what I really need to know. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Voice America Business Network: The Bottom Line in Business. Are you interested in expanding your business to China, but don't know how to start? Are you wondering how to grow your sales in the China market and win over competition? Meet Michelle Zhou and her team at Pacific Technologies Consulting Group. Our consultants are U.S.-China experts and have all lived and worked in both the U.S. and China, with many years' experience in market entry strategies, management, and execution. We can help you find the right partners, develop opportunities, and grow your business in China. Please visit ptcgconsulting.com today. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more, not just in it and profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways? Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K. On the Voice America Business Channel, be more, achieve more. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions, and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers. Together in conversations that make a difference, right here on the Voice America Business Channel, every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at VoiceAmerica.com and click Register at the top right. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, eight six six four seven two five seven nine zero. That's eight six six four seven two fifty seven ninety. Voice America Business Network.
You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou. To call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to info at ptcgconsulting.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right, we're back. This is In China with Michelle Zhou, and I'm talking with my guest, Christina Zhao, about how to seize the opportunities in the healthcare market in China. And Christina is an expert of distributing the foreign medical device and get it into the China's hospitals, you know, the customers' hands. She's also... Her company is also doing the sourcing part, which is they are looking at different uh, innovative high-tech medical products. Is that right? Yeah. Innovative and high-tech yeah. <laughs> medical products uh, from worldwide and especially uh, in the U.S. They're trying to introduce these products into the China market and through their very well-established uh, channels. Okay, so uh, Christina, now let's take a little bit deeper look into how you guys really help your customer or your partners who are the manufacturers have their uh, products to China. Maybe you can go a little bit deeper on what specifically you guys have done and uh, give us an example of a device that you helped introduce from zero to today that uh, they are really growing well in China. Okay, my pleasure. Yeah, uh, when we talk about this topic, I think you know, this also the different thing for Polycare compared with other distributors because we promote our new products or products to end users like hospitals by technical uh, or say technique in ways. For example, we run tens of seminars or congress cooperated with the hospitals. So we like we invite the key opinion leaders who is the famous doctors in that product section to make the training to the sub doctors or small doctors from the local cities in their training. Okay, so you mentioned the two key things. One is the training, right? The knowledge transfer, how to use this and what this can be done. Yeah. The second part, which you mentioned, it's not just your person do the training. You invite key opinion leaders, yes. uh, the famous doctors who can, like, uh, you know, be the one saying, okay, this is how I use it. I'm using this product. So they are the celebrities <laughs> for the product. Wow. We invited the famous doctors in that product sections to try our product when they have the understanding on this product. And we want them to do the training or speaking of these products mm-hmm. by telling people why this product is innovative, what the benefits this new product can carry to the patients and the medical industry. Mm-hmm. That's that's our traditional way. That's the reason why we are only choosing the innovative or high tech products to run. Because to do this, we need to have very high expense on doing this training, and even if it's cooperated with the hospitals. Mm. It's not the kind of uh, we promote our products by lowering our price and then take the the price competition. No, it's you not don't our, take the price no, competition. No, it's That's not, not our, our strategy. Not our step. Yeah, it's uh-huh. not our strategy. 
RSA is never in our strategy for that. So we go this technical training way, and then we we welcome all the doctors to try. Mm. So that's the key. And uh, beyond this, we promote the brand, not our company. Oh, we you promote, we promote the manufacturer's our, brand. Our supplier partner's brand. And there's a very funny story. When we run Polycare, we have the first product, which is, as I said, the ENT dressing. Manufacturer name is Polygonic. It's a small, or I say, middle-scale manufacturer in Holland. In Holland, okay. Yeah. And when we got this product, their company was still small. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a kind of research and startup company to do the new products, and they had no idea to do the market worldwide yet. Okay. And then when we started promotion, I ever talked with my husband, who is also the co-founder of the company, and said, hey, we need to do some promotion and do the introduction on this product to the market. And we need to put on the logo or the company name, which logo we would put on the you know, introduction materials and to distribution. And they say, yeah, of course, it's Polygonics. I said, why? We spent money. We're doing the work. Yes. Why are we promoting the other's brand? It's now it's Polycare. And then he told me, he said, come on. Polygonics is a manufacturer. It's only when your manufacturer has a good reputation and then we can convince the users or the doctors this brand is reliable. It's nothing uh. story for a distributor. So your auto picture is only Polygonics. Uh-huh. So your husband has a really far... I yeah, I say, on this final, I know you spent money, but you have to think bigger. Uh-huh. And then I got the idea, yeah, maybe he's right. He's right. And then we do this for all the other new projects enter into our company. So all the, all the projects we are running for our manufacturer partners now, we are promoting their brands there. Mm. And uh, we did get the benefits as well. Even if we did not promote our brand, then our brand was spread it out together with our manufacturer's brand. So, so okay, so you promote the product brand, which is the manufacturer's brand. And uh, uh, when, you do, when you are doing the promotion, because uh, you guys are the ones behind it, uh, as being the distributor, people get to know you guys as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, it. but you are the ones spending the money to do this instead of the manufacturers. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Wow. That's it. And, but, you know, when we do this, we feel the benefits coming from different directions, not only for, from the markets or from the, in the hospital side. And uh, after the better uh, understanding or trust, mutual trust set up with your manufacturer, they would like to take all their products to your channel. Ah, okay. Because they know you're thinking big. You're Mm -hmm. not a person or team to doing small things, only focusing your eyes on the short-term profits. Mm -hmm. You're doing big things. And they would like to cooperate with you widely. And then, like, like Polygonic, we started from their ENT dressing product, and after that, they give us a new project, which is kind of neural repair products. Mm. So they keep on coming to yeah. you guys. They trust you as the very, very reliable partner. Yeah. So we are doing, say, for Chinese market, we only choose Polycare. <laughs> I know it's like a joke, but yeah, you know, you can feel people, how the people treat the mutual trust. Mm-hmm. I think it's worthy. Even if you have some loss, we can see it's the loss, but you will get the, the benefit or harvest back from the other directions. So mm-hmm. it will be worthy from the end. 
Yeah. Looks like you are looking at a win-win uh, situation, right? You help your manufacturer uh, build their brand and uh, you know sell in China. But in the meantime, because they are growing, yeah, they become bigger. They in the meantime, you can earn some money by doing that. Yeah. And uh, when they grow stronger, they can focus on their uh, research and development uh, to make products. So new products are coming uh, into the pipeline, and they will come to you to you know be the only person, the only company to distribute. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Both sides are growing. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. And photo training, I think sometimes a good way for the distribution companies in China to do their seminars. I remember we ever organize a big seminar team or delegation, which consisted for tens of ENT doctors in China to, to Malaysia uh-huh. for attending Asian ENT seminar in 2010. So. That's huge. So you guys are organizing the ENT doctors in China. Wow! You pay for all the. We pay all the things. Oh wow! And then、okay. the doctor can get the training in that seminars, you know, and then they can know some new tendency of ENT products in the world、uh-huh. and get some training from the famous ENT doctors worldwide. Uh huh. I would assume that you guys have the products uh, uh, promoted there. That's why you would bring them in, right? At that time, we have only one or two. I did not remember one or two ENT products only. Well, we did that still. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Oh,、yeah. for the purpose of the doctors who can get better training and、yep. exposure to the new technologies. That's it. Wow,、yeah. you are really looking at long term. Because I assume for that one event, the return on investment is is not immediate, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh huh.、Okay. If you you do the investment for long term, then you will get it back for for long term as well. So long term is means long term. Yeah.、Mm. Yeah, I think that also tells me why you guys are doing the、uh, investment today on the、um, R and D side. Yes. You, you mentioned that you're looking for. Early stage startups、uh, who are doing innovative products、yeah. in the medical、uh, field. In my own words, is a technical artist. They are really someone. You know, I very how to say respect them. Uh huh. They are artists in the technology field. Artists. Why do you、yeah. use this word? Yeah, because you know, I, I, I so explain them because they. Almost focusing or using, utilizing everything they have to do one thing they love or they would like to do that. You know,、uh-huh. it's a kind of a spirit which is respectful.、Mm. In China, we can say someone are doing the research or you know doing some new products research, but I never see this kind in in U.S. so frequently. So many people. I say technical artists are doing and focusing their own career or new products by spending all they have.、Mm-hmm. This kind of、um, dedication. Dedication. Yeah, this is so in- encouraging. I talk with my husband. Say, hey, I would like to do some investment for that kind of technical artist. It's kind of not a business. It's kind of you are contributing for that guy to realize his dream. And that dream is—it's not only benefit for himself or herself; it's benefit for the whole public's health. Uh huh. 
Uh-huh. It's a kind of a career. It's not a kind of way to do business or money. Oh, I love that feeling, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sounds like you are very touched by I, this I type was, of dedication. I remember I was with my, my partner who is located in Florida. Mm-hmm. And he was researching a new patent used for Kessler. And then I visited him in his own house. And he worked for GE for more than 12 years, you can see, and at the top manager uh, position. Uh-huh. He should be very wealthy, you know, but I, I saw his house and the decoration, the furniture, everything inside of his house. It's not measurable with his position. And then he told me, yeah, I spent all my money on this product. Oh, and he gave me the product. Uh, yeah, uh, he spent almost all he had to do that investment, you know. And then they say, and he gave me the diamond of the product by a kind of drink bottle, uh-huh. like Coca-Cola bottle, a spirit bottle. I got, yeah. And so is, it, is that a medicine or something? It's a medical it's, device. Oh, it's a medical it's, device, yeah. but uh, he put it in a bottle? <laughs> no, no, it's a kind of a pattern used on Kessler's. It's uh-huh. kind of valve which can control the wooing, you know, uh-huh. when people or patients use the Kessler's. And then it can turn it to be auto machine, auto uh, Kessler to control the uh, bladder, you know, after the, the patient takes the Kessler, they cannot control the urine or they control the bladder. And then with that patent, it looks like his or her bladder working well as normal, as uh, no any problem. Okay. This kind of uh, fantastic product. And he got this invention because he had a friend and that friend encountered a motorcycle accident when uh-huh. he was 30 years old. Okay. And he could not walk after that accident and oh. carried the catheter all the days, lying on the bed, you know. Because he was carrying this catheter, he got some infection, I mean, say, infection on his, you know, urine system. And that got almost killed. His oh, friend. the urine system was infected because yeah, of and then using that. From that to herd, he goes, hey, I'm a magnetic, magnetic technical person, and then I could do something to save his life. Uh-huh. And then from that point, he started to do something. And from the beginning, and then he had something to work on this valve. And then after that, after years running, he got the patent for that. And then he talked with his friend to run a startup to make his product to be commercialized, to be produced, you know, from that part. And this is the, the beginning of the story. And then when I visited him, this story just was at the beginning period. That's uh-huh. why he gave me the product diamond is our spirit bottle because <laughs> he needs to use that spirit bottle as to work as the, the human's bladder, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. That's really, they say, is so encouraging stories for actually whereby people say they are really focusing, as you say, it's a dedication. You are touched by these kind of stories, uh, by those inventors, right? They yeah. are the people inventing these things. Um, by how they, you know, they have a dream, that they want to realize. And the dream a lot of times is to save people's life yeah. uh, or you know, contribute to the public health. Yeah. You agree with their mission and you want to help them, support them to achieve uh, their dream, uh, realize that mission by investing money uh, and support to them. So make the products or their invention commercialized yes. and then you will take it your team will take it to China so yes. it can 
benefit the Chinese um, patients. That's it. Uh-huh. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So our investment is started from getting more safety for our distribution channel teams, and then after I arrived there and uh, I started doing this, I expanded. From that simple small point to say, hey, I would like to to find someone who is having big dream to help people and help them join hands with them to realize this dream to do something. So I think that the idea in my mind is changing as well. <laughs> yeah, I see you. Yeah, from what you said, I see you have grown from in the beginning as a distributor from what you do, right? This, yeah,、uh, as well as from your deeper your thought of being a person. Yeah, from a being a distributor to take the right products, the good products to China, to now then you come to the U.S. You go to you know other countries to look for the right products. And help them to make the product work for China, because you said you you guys do the consulting part, and then you go one step even further, looking for the very very early stage startups, the inventors, the innovators who are dedicating, making have a mission, have a personal mission that save people's life or changing people's life. So you get to that part of, through investment. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's a in twelve, thirteen years, you you guys are has been transforming yourself, not、yeah. just the business, but as well as how you、uh, getting further and further down or up. I would say going <laughs> to the chain to the very beginning of the chain to help people. That's it.、Uh, personally, I also grown up on spirit. Uh huh. <laughs> That's great. Okay, I think uh,、um, we are running out of time, and、uh, it's always uh, such a pleasure to talk to you.、Um, today we talked uh, about uh, you know kind of go deep on one sector of the big healthcare market.、Yeah. We talked uh,、um, about the medical devices, how it get distributed、uh, into China. And through your company, right,、uh, Polycare, and uh, the uh, more recent formed、uh, U.S. company, Farmed. How many years for Farmed now?、Uh, Farmed was established in 2014 only. Okay,、yes. so that's about、uh, about four years, four years now.、Yes. Yeah,、um, and we talked about this.、Uh, I think this will be helpful for our audience who are looking at、uh, um, how they can be more practical. Of accessing the Chinese market to provide their products,、um, you know, penetrate into the Chinese market. They can work with people like you guys,、uh, so they can be more hands-free to focus their own、uh, time, money, and energy on doing the R&D side. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. And I also want to thank our audience very much for listening to the show today. I hope it's useful to you. And today we have talked about,、uh, as mentioned, how to seize the healthcare opportunities in China. I want to also send a special thank you to our wonderful guest, Christina Zhao. You can find more about their company, Polycare Technology, at polycare.com.cn. It's a Chinese company, so it ends with the .cn. Let me spell it out: P-O-L-Y-C-A-R-E dot C-O-M dot Cn, and they have another company in the U.S. It's called PharmMed. It's P H A R M E D L L C dot com. 
You can also reach them through the contact information on those companies' web pages. You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou. Next week, we are going to take a look at a different part or perspective of the healthcare in China. See you next week. Thank you for tuning into In China with Michelle Zhou. Please join us for another edition next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll talk again next week. 